David, I love that candle you're burning. You seem to always have a great candle burning. I am very aware of how room smells. When you've spent over a decade with a 75 pound Labrador retriever and two teenage boys, you start to worry that your house smells like the inside of a gym bag. I would imagine so. You know what I wish we'd had for the last decade? What? That Puro Air Purifier we now own and use all the time. I love my Puro Air too. Did you know that indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? Yes, I lived with two teenage boys. I can 100% testify <laughs> to that. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Gases from a preteen boy? <laughs> I'm dreading when my nephews start making those gases. Just you wait. Thankfully, Puro Air uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Thanks to my Puro Air Purifier, I feel like I can breathe again. Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. Check it out now. Hey friends, welcome to the Raising Boys and Girls podcast. I'm Sissy Goff. And I'm David Thomas. And I'm Melissa Trevathan. And we're so glad you joined us for this conversation. Let's dive in. Luke and Heather Fleener are the parents of two beautiful girls and dear friends. They are two of the wisest and most generous voices we know. We've had this interview in mind for quite some time, and we are thrilled to share it with you today. Enjoy this time full of practical wisdom, loads of great humor, and amazing takeaways with our friends Luke and Heather. How long have we waited for this conversation? Oh, when we first started talking about parents in the trenches, y'all were immediately who we talked about. Yes. That we wanted the two of you on here. Was it that obvious that we were in the trenches? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We just discussed before we hit record that we are making so many people jealous right now because mm. we share so many folks who love the two of you and are envious that we would get to camp out in this room with you for this conversation yes. and this mm. time. So to start out, will you just tell us a little bit about your sweet family? Go for it. Yeah, there's four of us. Um, <laughs> and a dog. And a dog. <laughs> I'm constantly reminded about having a dog. Uh, Minnie said it would never happen. Mm. Um, it happened. <laughs> uh, I'm Luke Fleener, and this is my wife, Heather. Hello. And we have Annabelle, a fifth grader, and Ivy, a third grader, two girls. Two and amazing, precious girls. They really are. Um, and we have a dog named Penny that Heather would love to tell you about. Oh. <laughs> she's Penny's favorite person. Aww. I have never been loved like this dog loves me. <laughs> I told Sissy. We've had her for about a year and a half and I feel very grateful. We got mm. to hang with Lucy one weekend and it won us all over. And mm. it was so sweet. She's been a great gift to our family. And Luke has been just won over by her, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> the verdict might come out right now. Yeah. Penny's a good dog for us because <clears throat> I'm not allergic to her. Yeah. That is good. Yes. She's Avenies. Yeah. She's Avenies. Yes. yes. Oh, and when I found sweet. out, I was like, yeah, that sounds like the dog that I want because I ain't having ease in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but Have you heard that before? No. <laughs> that we are having that dog. <laughs> Oh, that was really good. <laughs> you all. And and back up a step to when this family started. When did the two of you meet? I don't know that story. I know where you met, but I don't know exactly when you met. We met in Nashville. I moved back from after Samford and was in graduate school, and he was finishing up at Lipscomb, and we met through some friends. We played tennis on our first date. We didn't really know it was a date. We just got invited to play tennis, and... 
She the, got tricked into playing tennis. One hundred percent knew it was a date. <laughs> yeah, she one hundred percent did not know it was a date based on what she wore. I did uh, not know it was a date. I just thought it was late tennis, so I had kind of a wonky ponytail and was twenty minutes late, and I didn't know. But he was cute, and he had a great serve, and well, we won. And our friend said, "Whoever wins should go get ice cream afterwards." So not it was like all we a should setup. all go together. Right? Yeah, that's right. so, so funny. It was sweet. We had a good time. Uh, I bet you don't know too. I just learned. This week that they had a house, they had a third roommate for a minute. Did you know this? No, I didn't know this. Our friend Annie lived with us when she moved back here from Scotland. Annie F. Downs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't the know best that. Time. She lived with us, and then our other friend Adam lived with us all at the same time, and it was, we had the best time. It was a true sitcom. <laughs> yeah, it I did feel it like was. a sitcom. Well, they're both sevens. With Annie I mean, F. Downs, it was yeah. great. <laughs> So, so good. good. We love her. Well, will y'all talk for a little bit about what you're both doing work-wise, you with all your creativity and entrepreneurial spirit, and with you, and we know, because we got to work with you for a minute, about what you do more than a minute. Talk about your counseling career, what made you make the decision to stay home, and yes, all the things you're dreaming about. Sweet. You go first. Yours is more concrete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work as a consultant to um, help any company making software with design and strategy. So whoever will have me for however long they'll have me, we work together on making their digital products really great. So I have kind of a design background, but move towards technology over the years because there's a lot of technology out there. Yes. Look, I mean, really... That is fascinating to me. And what you just said could be like, I have a, a, a food truck on Mars. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, it might I, be I easier. E- yes. I, there is no part of me that feels like I could wrap my brain around what you do. It's just amazing. I'm so grateful. It is really fun. And I didn't know that I'd be doing this. It's not like I was in college 15 years ago thinking, yeah. I'll spend every day kind of just working on a little bit of software, trying to make it a little bit better for those who use it. But it's funny, it really is kind of a, it's about an experience that someone's having. You're trying just trying to make it better for them. Mm-hmm. And um, software is one way to do that for people. Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. It's fun. You get to work with a lot of fun clients who do a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. I bet. We also love that he sets his own schedule, so it's yes. fun. He gets to pick up the girls from school sometimes and is, take trips with us, so mm. it's really sweet. He's worked hard. I have no idea what I'm doing with my <laughs> life, but I have a background in counseling. My master's is in marriage and family therapy, and I got to work at this lovely place called Daystar for maybe six years. I was thinking mm-hmm. seven or eight, six, but Maybe six. seven? I don't know. I should do math. Well, we are always wanting to add to the years. Oh, man. I love it here. Mm. And it was so sweet. And when I got pregnant with our oldest, I stayed home with her. And then about a year and a half later, had our next one. And then I did some part-time work that wasn't counseling, helping some friends run their family foundation. And Daystar got to be one of our people that we supported. So that was fun to stay connected in that way. And then I started a private practice and did that for a few years. And then now I'm staying home and I, I'm almost ready to work again. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always asking you, what should I do next? <laughs> so oh. I, I love working. I like staying home. There's great parts about all of it. Mm. Counseling is really meaningful to me and I believe in it. And it is what you guys do is just really holy and challenging. And it, I was, it was, it's hard to do. So thank you. Wow. Yeah, I told you this the other night, but you are one of those people that brings so much light and beauty and goodness to the world, mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I just I feel excited about any space that you're in and that I get to interact with you in. And Thank you. Yeah. Very I'll sweet. I'll be excited to see what's next, too. Thanks. We are excited to jump in to talking more about parenting with the two of you and even the unique journey of parenting girls. And so we talk a lot on this podcast about helping kids name and navigate emotions, helping them build an emotional vocabulary and also have coping skills on board. And we know that girls can have a lot of emotion and can lean into the 
strong ability often to articulate those things, but struggle some in getting to the coping skills and navigating those. So just would love to hear you all talk about what you have learned in that space and anything you would say you've seen that's helpful in terms of helping girls build both, mm. not just one. Mm. I love that question. Well, Heather carries the lion's share of that in our family because she's so good at it. Mm. But when, when I started getting counseling, you know, 15 years ago when I met Heather and found out what counseling is, <laughs> um, my, the thing that I immediately had to work on was feel what you feel when you feel it. And I had just kind of not done that very much in my life. I kind of put it to the side, whatever I was feeling, tried to make sure everything was cool in the situation I was in. Um, but in, I mean, literally your feelings chart that sits in our kitchen mm-hmm. um, was something that I saw for the first time, you know, uh, 15 years ago and or however long it was. And I thought, wow, this is really helpful. I didn't know. First of all, there's this many feelings, <clears throat> but when I look at them, I go, oh yeah, I've had that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that one. But in, in taking that and letting the girls kind of pick mm. and see what it is that they feel, it gives them that vocabulary and makes it okay. If if you have a vocabulary around feelings, which Heather certainly does, and she shares that with our girls all the time, now they can take that on and they don't have to feel like it's weird to have any of those feelings because they've heard of them before and it's not foreign. It's something that they're like, oh, I was expecting to feel this one day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the question because I do think that girls can more naturally express than my sweet husband and who's just doing great now. Um, it has felt like a fun puzzle for me to give them a toolbox before they leave with a lot of options in it and understanding themselves of you know, this is how I'm kind of wired and here are some things that help me. But hopefully over the years when they're in our house, they'll try a lot of different things over different years. I feel like for me as a person, some things help until they stop helping and then I need new ones. Mm -hmm. So we try to model talking about it. You know, he'll say, I don't even know if he does this consciously, but he'll say, I'm kind of stressed for my last meeting. I'm going to go shoot some basketball and, you know, move my body around. And I will say, I am feeling sad. I think I need a cozy bath. We do these baths called cozy baths where there's a projector in the sky and light a candle and maybe a little snack or something. You know, just just a bowl of chips right there beside (laughs) the bathtub. And so I just think, hopefully thinking... This isn't necessarily something to be solved, but it is something to be tended to with Mm. compassion. And what Mm. do I need in this moment? I just believe that that's a gift to the world for grownups to be able to figure out this is what's going on in me and here's what I need next. So often with my youngest, it involves moving her body and and sometimes for my older one too. But she's just, my youngest is just deeply physical in the world. She just Mm. carries things around in her body. So she Mm. needs to go and do things. And my oldest is a little more cerebral and loves to write it out or talk it out. So Yeah. And her oldest oldest learned that he needs <laughs> to play. <laughs> and she nice. has yeah. she helped me realize that the reason I'm trying to go play all the time is that that is what helps me deal with what I'm feeling. Mm. Yeah, he gets and very grumpy if he doesn't go play some things. Yeah, you know, a couple times Move. a week. So yeah. yeah. It makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It made yeah. that okay as a way to cope so that now I know to tell our youngest, hey, you should go jump on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Makes a difference for me. It will for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sissy, have I told you that Connie called me a pan snob recently? Oh, no. She's not wrong. I am so attached to our green pan pants that I refuse to use any of the old ones anymore. I get it. They are beautiful products and my food never sticks anymore. If you listen to this podcast, you've heard us talk all about Green Pan before. Just in time for the holidays, Green Pan launched their new slow cookers. The same beautiful cookware you know and love can now create family-sized meals with the press of a button. The slow cooker is amazing. I just made another soup in it the other day. Connie loves that the slow cooker is beautiful on the counter. Me too. I know, it's available in eight colors. So there's definitely one that will complement your kitchen. 
Which color did y'all get? The cloud white. What me, about you? Me too. I loved it. It's incredible. And I love the in pot browning. There's no more browning on your stove and then adding it to your slow cooker. With Green Pan, their slow cooker does it all at once. And with Green Pan, cleanup is so easy. Green Pan's cookware are also free of PFAS, PFOA, lead, and cadmium. Don't know what most of that means, but all you need to know is that your current cookware might be coated with forever chemicals, but green pans are free of all forever chemicals. Not sure which cookware is right for you? Green Pan has a quiz that guides you to the right choice based on your experience level, mine is amateur, <laughs> how often you cook and what kind of stovetop you have. Green Pan also owns their own factory. So while other companies create cheap products with cheap materials because you guessed it, it's cheaper, Green Pan's products live up to their standards. That's why they won the 2023 Good Housekeeping Sustainable Innovation Award. And they've got a 60-day return policy, so you have plenty of time to make sure Green Pan is right for you. So toss those plastic pans and upgrade your cookware this holiday season with Green Pan. Head to greenpan.us and use promo code RBG and you'll receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. That's right, 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and make sure you use our promo code RBG or they won't know we sent you. Sissy, we just spoke in town last night and reminded the parents in the room about putting on their oxygen mask first. That great reminder that flight attendants give parents when they board flights. With summer rolling around and kids home more hours of the week than ever, that reminder feels so important. A hilarious dad who works from home told me last night at the book table that when school ends, sometimes his sanity does as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know who could help that dad out? Our friends at Wendy. Wendy is here to help parents relieve the stress in finding high-quality sitters when they need them. I am talking daily with parents who are worried about summer childcare logistics. Wendy offers a nanny service where they match college students with families for the summer. We all love summer, and your kids especially love summer, but we lose the consistent schedule of kids in school. This creates all kinds of problems. Thankfully, there is a solution to this problem. Wendy, that's W-Y-N-D-Y, is an app that connects families to college student nannies literally in minutes. These college student nannies are background checked, interviewed, and honestly, just awesome. Wendy has been around for seven years. Over 20,000 families have used Wendy to complete more than 140,000 jobs. There are hundreds of qualified college student nannies on Wendy ready to work near you. Families have greater child care needs in the summer, and college students are looking for jobs. Wendy is here to match families to these college nannies. Everybody wins. This could be part-time or full-time. Wendy has a match for your needs. All you have to do is go to wendy.com rbg to start a search for a nanny, and as a special offer, they are going to knock $50 off your search if you go through that link. Wendy provides top-notch service, but at a fraction of the cost of a traditional nanny agency and no ongoing fees. Here's how it works. Go to wendy.com slash rbg to start your search. A Wendy concierge will find great matches for your job and set up interviews for you. You choose the one you like. Get started now because there are a lot of parents out there looking for nannies for the summer. Go to wyndy.com slash rbg. I love that statement. It doesn't need to be solved. It needs to be tended to with mm. great compassion. Is that what you said? I don't remember. That's that. what you said. <laughs> you said, <laughs> you said, <laughs> like, I said it. You said it. That's so good. Oh. I love that. Well, they also have great counselors here, mm. which helps just somebody else asking them to talk about it in a different way or work through it. Well, they're very different. I mean, y'all are already kind of alluding to that. And it's funny, I was I get to know him a little bit, which is so sweet. And I was thinking about Annabelle feels like she very much wants you to hear her. Mm -hmm. You know, it, mm -hmm. like when I think about sitting and having a conversation with her at Hopetown or wherever, I mean, I feel like she is so earnest 
very serious about what she's feeling. And then it feels like as soon as you say, oh, I bet that was really hard or wow, what was that like for you? And she gets to talk about it for a minute longer than she kind of goes, okay, and then goes on with whatever it is. Totally but she really on. wants you to sit with her right. and hear it in that moment, which yes. is funny that Ivy's needing to move and yes. doesn't necessarily need mm-hmm. to talk about it as much or as long. And I think really probably you all would be two of the parents who would be most aware of that out of everybody mm-hmm. I know of mm-hmm. what do they need that's differently? How do I help be aware of that, access that? We all talk a little bit about what that's like for you, studying them, learning. Yeah, I think what's helpful is get, they get to watch each other do that because there are times where it's time for Annabelle to stop talking about it and it's time <laughs> for her to go move her body. Yes. And there's times where <clears throat> Ivy needs to stop moving her body mm-hmm. and start thinking and like accessing what it is um, inside of her her brain mm-hmm. to actually get some of it out of her brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so their good. strengths can kind of inform each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, I've been trying to ask them lately, mm-hmm. you know, what would you like to do with me? Or what it feels like mm-hmm. love to you? Just to see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> it was an experiment. I just didn't because they were little for a while and they, I don't know, I did sometimes. But, and Ivy can said, you Imagine. One of my parents asking me that question. Oh, what a gift. Man. Well, it was so cute. Ivy, when I asked her, I said, what do you, what feels like love from me to you? And what would you like for me to do more of or less of? And she got real still and closed her eyes. And mm. she said, I want you to scratch my back for nine minutes every night. And I was oh. like, nine? Wow. <laughs> nine is so specific. <laughs> so many minutes. Funny enough is exactly what Heather told me when I asked her that. <laughs> <laughs> The like physical, you know, yes. she just like wanted me near wanted and didn't uh-huh. want to rush the bedtime routine. Uh-huh. She has, she struggled mm. sometimes at bedtime mm. and it was sweet. So I'm trying to ask and listen, but also I was a little, I mean, it'll be fine. Not <laughs> it'll <gonna> be fine. <laughs> it's sweet. And what do they not want differently? She loves these walks in the mm. winter where in we winter. put on all of our scarves and hats and she has one AirPod. We started doing it during the pandemic. She has one AirPod and I have the other and we go on a walk. And now we have Penny so we can walk Penny. But when all, the, especially when all the Christmas lights are up and we will listen mm. to a song or two or three together and we don't really even talk. We just, or sometimes she'll talk and I'll listen. But she said, I want to start doing our winter walks again now that it's cold. Mm. So that's sweet. sweet. So I thought I can do those two things. So yes. I don't know if that answers your question. Yes, but, but it's I think different. It's and, different. Yeah. Yes. So I think... You know, Ivy's is usually more active and a little mm-hmm. bit more involving other people. She's just more extroverted. Mm-hmm. And Annabelle's is usually a little bit quieter, a little more one-on-one, mm-hmm. some space. She just needs a little bit of downtime at the end of the day to be alone or sing in her room or mm-hmm. you know, do sweet things. So we're Something learning. It, Heather evolves. does a really good job of is <clears throat> keeping a pulse on who's regulated, mm-hmm. like who's who's in their zone for doing things well and who's maybe over overtapped. And we try to only ask them hard things when we know they're in the zone to to respond to that in a way that we might want them to respond to it. Mm. Because you get to a point with younger kids sometimes where you just like, hey, it kind of doesn't matter what we ask them right now. Yes. They're not, they can't do it. Right. Which is, you know, the way I think we feel a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um but just being able to notice that and giving them the ability to be overtapped and just acknowledging it. Because um, you can't really tell them they're overtapped. They don't agree. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Ivy's never tired. She's mm-hmm. never cold. She's <laughs> never not hungry. You know, mm-hmm. so, but just kind of watching and being aware of when they're ready to do the thing that it is that you might want them to engage with. Mm. That's so smart. Mm. I love that. Because you're not going to get anywhere when they're able to do it, (laughs) when they're in need of a cozy bath. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. We are asked often about sibling relationships, and your two seem to have a really special relationship. And I know there are tougher days, but would love to ask you both just what have you done to nurture or strengthen that sibling relationship? And then what have you found that helps on the tougher days? 
we, I, I, y'all tell me if you think this is manipulative. I, <laughs> I try to tell them stories about how they have been together, like their, their love for each other when they were little mm. and just kind of family stories about, I tell them about me and my siblings and how we had conflict and, but also how we're really close friends. And I, do you think that? I, don't I think know. that's true. I think it's that's beautiful. Brilliant yeah. beautiful. Well, I don't want to be like hand waving, like everything's going to be fine no. all the time. Cause I no. don't believe, you know, I do believe there's it, siblings are a great place to practice being yes. in relationships. And that yeah. involves conflict and yes. learning a lot of things. You know, they practice having boundaries with each other, practice saying, Hey, quit with each other. Mm. But I am trying to just remind them of the fact that they are lucky to have each other and that I don't know it's worth it's worthy work to yeah. to hang in there mm. so and you want to make space at your house for them to do the things that you know they would like to do together mm. um so we got a trampoline mm. and I I didn't really want a trampoline. <laughs> or a dog. Bless your heart. Or a dog. <laughs> Poor Luke. Or a dog, yeah. He's but okay. These are the things you do, you know, when you want to be family together mm. and you want the kids to, you know, they spend a lot of time on the trampoline just bouncing and talking and laughing and mm. having their neighbors over. And I don't know. It's just <clears throat> you want to be intentional about the spaces you create for them to be together. Um, and then on the flip side, the spaces that they can have to be apart. Yeah. Because sometimes it takes time apart to want to be together. <laughs> and our two do that, some too. Yeah. We both have very specific memories of conflict with our siblings. And I think it helps set our expectations. So when they argue, we're not like, what is wrong? Our kids are arguing. We're like, there it is. That is part of it. And we will yes. practice making repairs with each other and you know, deal with the feelings of that. But y'all, my sister and I um, parent trapped each other's rooms, like out of anger. Like we, wow. I took all of the clothes out of her drawers and spread them in the woods. And she put <laughs> honey and flour on my bed. And I mean, we just, you know, and we out love each other so dearly, uh -huh. but we were, we were frustrated with each other and we're wow. messing with each other. So, and we were, you know, pretty kind overall. Yes. So it just yes. helps me to think like, they don't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. And the brilliant thing about what Heather does by reminding them that they're friends is, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the, a lot of people will ask siblings right off, like, do y'all get along? There's like this momentum to like mm -hmm. act like you probably like can't stand each other mm -hmm. and like call it out. And I don't know, the reverse, you have to push back against that, yeah. that narrative that people can put on siblings. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do y'all move them towards repair and towards expressing feelings? We have tried to say, to validate feelings mm -hmm. first and say, it makes sense that you're mad. Take the time that you need to be mad. Let me know if you need anything. And when you, when that has passed and you feel ready, I'd love for you to talk to your sister and try to make it right. And if you need my support, you know, and so I will find little notes that they write back and forth to each other. It's so Aww. sweet that say, I love you. I'm sorry I got angry or that I hit you or whatever. And um, so I, they, they have done that on their own lately. And it's been so beautiful so to watch. As they've gotten older, we've, we've let some things go longer than we would have three or four years ago yeah. going, let's see if they can resolve this one mm -hmm. on yeah. their own. And y'all are saying that. Cause yeah. We, yeah. Great. Because the right. tendency is to just want to like stop the yelling right. or stop the yeah. whining. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Especially the whining. Yes. yes. We try to talk about how it is good for us to forgive, mm. you know, and to not hang on to those feelings and good to be forgiven and just to say all that out loud. So mm -hmm. they don't, we don't all do it perfectly, but it's good practice over mm -hmm. time that I hope will yield some relational health. I don't yeah. know. Well, thinking about girls and friendships, I mean, one of the things that I have felt in the last two years is that I've never seen girls as mean mm. to each other as I'm seeing more recently. And and I have watched both of your girls and friendships. And what would you say that you do to encourage the making, keeping of friendships, working through conflict with friends? Do you all have things you've shared with them or taught them along the way? We have loved y'all's language of mm -hmm. the um, 
we'd say pickleball because that's what we play. But oh, the yeah. back and forth of yes. just like reciprocating, that has been really helpful of, you know, they ask you to do something or asking questions, just mm-hmm. being an active participant. Mm-hmm. And Will you explain that? Because I don't oh, know that yes. we've said that oh, on the podcast forever. Yeah, we, yeah. just that a relationship or a friendship takes two people and that it is good to take turns and to ask if someone asks you a question, ask them one back. Or mm-hmm. if someone asks you to do something and I have to remember it for myself because it's kind of easy to take sometimes if you mm-hmm. find someone that mm-hmm. gives or to give if you're the giver. Mm-hmm. And so I, we talk about taking turns and being a good friend means yeah. being an active participant. It's we good. also I, talk a lot about inviting people into things, not like trapping people into things. So if you want your sister to to do something with you, you can say, would you like to? Like, I mean, you can literally invite them in a kind way instead of saying like, let's go jump on the trampoline right now. You know, That's great. Hey, would you like to go Bossy jump on the trampoline? little girls like, need a lot of that. That's in. good. You can ask a question and then yeah. they get to decide what is right for them. <laughs> and if they say no, you honor their no and say, okay, I'll ask her another time. You know, yeah. just. Yeah. Or if you ask enough and you realize that they say no every time. All right. Oh, <laughs> stop barking up that tree. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're talking in this season about the ages and stages of development and would love to ask you both what's been your favorite stage so far and why? Unequivocally right right now. Mm. Um, ration, the ability to rationalize and reason goes a long way with me Mm. and it's way easier to talk to them about what's going on and make plans and um they're funny like they make jokes you know there's just the back and forth is a lot better for me right now as someone who in the younger stages has had a little trouble with you know imagination Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like just the corralling stages of we've got kids crawling around everywhere. We're just trying to play defense all the time. Mm-hmm. This is, this has been my favorite stage. I understand. I feel like I'm living out what people told me about how they would be good and hard about every phase. I feel like mm. I can think back and remember the good and the hard, but I like this one too. I think I also really like five. I think five is fun or, you know, four or five when they're just verbal and they're like, I don't know. It was so cute, mm-hmm. but I am. I'm really enjoying right now. Mm. It's very fun to know them and talk to them and they're little people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I struggled a little bit with babies, and I love other people's. And I love my babies. I did, but it was a little bit lonely to me. I like conversation, and I like so that I, I enjoy. Babies are relentless. <laughs> they are. Relentless. They are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't care about you at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that sounds oh. terrible. <laughs> what has met? Well, maybe that's the answer to our question. I was going to say, what's been particularly challenging? Babies. Babies, Babies, Babies. and toddlers. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and I'm, I hear it's coming for us a little bit. Some, some more bumps, but that'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be right here. Yeah. They seem Talking to still to really like us right now, which yes. is fun. Yes. And we get glimpses every once in a while of like, it's like not a full eye roll, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's like they're getting the momentum going. And at some point <laughs> that Ferris wheel is going to get to the top and it's going to make a full eyes <laughs> roll. A full all roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke, your humor will be so good in that season because uh-huh. I think, I think part of where not that you will, but I think part of where we struggle as women sometimes is we get so intense yeah. back. And I think you will. Have no one's ever accused me of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I think it will be a real gift to those girls and to Heather that you'll be able to diffuse. We I agree. have for some years done this like hand, like stack it up thing at the beginning mm. of the day. At, and I had envisioned it being very sweet and meaningful, all of it. And this like stacking your hands on yeah, top like of each other. Yeah, like how you do at the end of a, a game. ball game. I don't know why. I love it. But, and I would say, be kind. And Ivy says, be brave. And Annabelle says, be yourself. And then Luke gets to say whatever he wants. <laughs> and I thought, I said, just fill it in, you know, and I thought he would say, like, I don't know. 
something deep, but he just says ridiculous things every time. He says, go cats, because he loves the cats. Or he says, let's go get a taco. Or, I mean, he just says, and it's perfect Aww. over, you know, it drove me crazy for like a month. And now I'm like, oh, oh it's better to have yes. a little bit of levity. Yes. So it's, what is it usually? Be, be kind. Uh-huh. Be brave. Uh-huh. Be yourself. Aww. Go cats. <laughs> or whatever. So good. I mean, he said some. Aww. Hilarious things. Try to keep it topical. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all. And everyone listening knows now why we have been counting down to this episode. You two, you are just delights. David, Christmas is around the corner and I'm already doing some shopping. I haven't given you my wish list yet. I am not talking about you. I'm talking about my nephews. Oh, okay. But I'll still get you my wish list in the next week or two. One of my favorite gifts to give the boys is KiwiCo products. Unwrap inspiration with super fun science, technology, and art projects for kids with KiwiCo. With nine different subscription options for different ages and subjects, there's something for every kid. And grown up, I'm planning to put KiwiCo on my wish list. Good to know. When you give KiwiCo, it's so much more than a box of toys. It's the gift of discovery through hands-on experiences, giving kids the tools to learn about topics that they love, from dinosaurs to rocket ships. I'd love a rocket ship. (laughs) Maybe you'll get one. I just built a wooden ukulele You have a guitar, and I was thinking we could add a little music to the podcast. (laughs) Let's stick to parenting and taco talk. KiwiCo crates are fun and stress-free, so you can enjoy quality time with your kids tackling projects together. Tested and approved by kids. No crate leaves without approval from their toughest critics, kids. A box of Woe Awesome delivered monthly. The day the KiwiCo box arrives will be your kid's favorite day of the month. Henry gets so excited when he comes to my house for a bunkin' party and finds a KiwiCo box. Discover hands-on fun with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash RBG. That's your first month free at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash RBG. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Yes, for the samples, because seasonal allergies are no joke in the state of Tennessee. Or Kentucky, where I spend the summers at Hopetown. I spend most of the summer outdoors and could not function without allergy relief. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available. Relieve sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. You just described my exact state in waking up minus the need for coffee. (laughs) I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for years, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can be outside with the kids at camp without my eyes watering like a fountain, and I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped into my throat. But at Hopetown, a frog could jump into your boat or your bed, and Claritin can't really help with that. That's true, but they've got allergies covered. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. We would love to ask you, what's the best parenting advice you've been given? You want me to go? Yeah. No shortage of parenting advice out there, is there? (laughs) Is for sure. And Uh everybody disagrees with each other. Um, We had a counselor a long time ago tell us um, that blessings flow down. Mm. And that was pretty meaningful to me um, because it, 
it keeps you for it keeps you in the service servant mentality with your children um that they're not here to like make you happy and, and not that we're here just to make them happy but like we're here to like take what we know and facilitate their growth and that love that we can show to them is the love that they can then show to other people and we can't expect that water to flow back upstream um and get our worth from them or get our love and you know from them that and so it keeps me focused on hey I'm here for them they're not here for Trying to meet all your trying to meet all my emotions. That's so good. I love that. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of wise people in my life, and Mm. a lot of I've read all of y'all's books and would highly recommend them. Um, I love this quote by Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I like thinking about that with parenting, um, with. I can get hooked into a lot of things to teach my kids sometimes. And I would like to be the people, Luke and I say, like, if not us, if we don't delight in them and make them feel really, really loved, that, that feels like our one of our first jobs is just mm. to make them feel mm. like who they are is great and mm. very lovely. And so I, I like that one. To literally like be excited when they enter the room. Yes. Or yeah. Just when I walk in after work. That it's not about getting my backpack to where it's supposed to go. It's about seeing them and going, oh, I missed you. You know, yeah. like you're, my day is you know, less good when you're not around, mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we trying to make them feel like how we feel about them. Yeah. You know, we do feel yes. that way. Just stuff can get in the way. The responsibility mm. can get in the way. So. That was one. And then the other one um, is, I think that you guys had Kelly Corrigan on your podcast. Yes. And in one of her books, she wrote the phrase, um, I get to be here for this. And she had lost a friend of cancer. And I have lost a few friends along the way who would love to be looking for their kids' socks on a Monday morning. And it helps me be present. And um, Luke jokes, then I can get morbid very quickly. And I can, <laughs> you know, but it helps me to be present, to um be grateful for so I think it 20 times a day I think I get to be here for Ivy's freckles and I get to be here for looking for Annabelle's folder and you know just the sweet so those help me Mm. kind of a mantra of presence Mm. makes me think I'm so excited to know your girls when they're older just what you are speaking into them and the way you're interacting with them and how that defines so much of who they are. I just, oh, I really so excited to know them, to have the two of you as parents. I'm glad we're going to know y'all too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Mom, dad, we all speak to some of that of girls. I just would love to know what encouragement you would want to give to dads of girls and what encouragement you'd give to moms of girls. Mm. Yeah. So I had two brothers and so I did not grow up around a lot of women, shout out to my mom who had to put up with all that. <laughs> um, but I, like part of it is just embracing having girls mm-hmm. and just going, I'm going to be into what they're into. Yes. And I'm going to learn about what it is that they care about. Um, which means what are you learning about right now? Well, it's I've learned it's very important to, f- to figure out which version of the Nike Tiempo shorts <laughs> the girls are wearing at any given time. Like that is kind of the main way to... Just stay. No. And bracelets um, and yeah, bracelets, Swift. earrings. Yeah, Tell me about yeah. those earrings. Yeah. What's that feel like in your ear? Yeah, with so much earrings. Um, but just to be interested in the things that um, might be a difference between boys and girls. And then on the flip side, like um, not totally giving up maybe what I would have pictured doing more with a son, yes. which is like, you know, watching sports or throw like they can do those things they want to do those things they want to know um know and care more about me so Mm. um i've noticed that they when they're supposed to be in bed that's when they get the most interested in sports (laughs) (laughs) because they think they can grab an extra 30 minutes maybe on the couch and i'll Mm -hmm. scratch their head or something and i will Mm -hmm. i will do that so one of them walked in the other day i can't remember and 
he loves athletic jerseys and paying attention to and one of them said, oh, are those throwback jerseys? And I laughed because I was like, Luke has been teaching them about jerseys. I didn't even know. But it was <laughs> cute to watch just the Aww. things he cares about come out in them. Sweet. I do think that's so. I love the distinction of, I mean, I remember we heard somebody speak one time who said, if you don't know the names of your daughter's four best friends, you don't really know your daughter, mm. which I thought was really great. But at the same time, I mean, Kathleen and my favorite activity to do with our dad is to go fishing. Now, we try and get him to take us to the fishing in the ocean, so it's a little <laughs> nicer than normal fishing. But, I mean, to the same degree, I learned to drive a boat with him and, you know, so many mm-hmm. things like that that I think really instilled more confidence in me in a lot of ways. So I love that you're thinking about both. That's really cool. Most moms that I know are trying really hard right mm. now. I just think they carry a lot of a mental load and a physical load. And so I would just hug them first and yeah. say, you're doing great. And you're, I see your big love. Just could cry thinking about mm. a lot of my friends and what good moms they are. And it is really motivating to me to think that I am showing our girls how to rest and how to talk about my body and how to, it is a really great catalyst for doing my own healing work um, to just think they're watching me and what I say about my body or if I sometimes go that's enough for the day I'm gonna watch a fun movie or you know and just let it be enough that those things feel important and sometimes in a perfect world I would do them just for myself but sometimes it helps me to think about them watching me and think I want them to feel like they can rest when they're 30 and that they can do enough. Cause I think they're both, they'll, I just think they'll be great and, you know, in trying and doing yes. things. So Come I just naturally, yeah, I see that in them, some eagerness. So I mm. hope I would, I would say to women, you're, you know, in a, in a good way, your kids are watching and let yes. it be a good motivator that you get to also go to counseling and you get to also have a fun dinner with your friends and, Beautiful reminder. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking for all the people who are listening, I bet they're all like, oh, of course David and Sissy are friends with them. Like, we totally get it. Mm. Just y'all are just so great. We're very lucky to call y'all Oh, no, we're lucky. Well, and I'm going to walk that a step farther down the road and say we have had this really beautiful full circle experience in that my oldest has been a babysitter for your two delightful daughters and Heather having known you for so many years when we were friends and colleagues. I remember when uh, Lily had her first opportunity to, you all invited her to come babysit. And my, I overheard my wife, I'm going to try not to cry when I say this, I overheard my wife say, I hope you will say yes as often as you can when the Fleeners call because uh, we were talking about the Enneagram a little bit earlier and you and my daughter share a number. uh, And my wife said, because you will get a beautiful opportunity to see what it looks like for an adult woman to live in that number in a really healthy way. And thinking how incredibly true I felt like that was and that you will get a a really neat front row seat to watch their marriage and their parenting in a way that I think will really inspire you in your own life down the road. And so that was such a gift. I even remember my wife and I laughing and her saying like, I would pay them to have her come to their house, like (laughs) rather than that reverse equation and how thankful. I I mean, I just want to say thank you to both of you and, and how grateful I am that she had all those years. And we laughed before we hit record today that um, I texted her this morning. She lives in another city now. is getting her master's and said, guess who I'm spending time with this afternoon? And she texted back like, don't make me this jealous. Yeah. She just loves She's the two of you. An incredible babysitter. Mm. Oh, Showed up with her own materials. Her bag of books. Yeah. She was just, oh, man, she is such a light. I love that girl. Mm. I she miss her. She loves your family. Oh, she man. loves your family. That is a gift that I didn't even know to need. You know, it was just a kind, mm. loving, 
present babysitter, and mm. she was such a gift. Wow. I would pay her a lot of money to move back here. No. And if you're a babysitter out there and you have a parent who would pay you to babysit for us, <laughs> by all means, uh, we'll take you up on yeah. that. Oh, you we too. love you, Lily. We like to end with something fun and food-related. Mm. So we got a two-part question for you. First part is queso or guac? Queso. Queso. Look at that. You <laughs> need that to think. Guac's doing a lot of good stuff in the world. <laughs> but, I mean, queso? Yeah, queso is king. <laughs> yeah. Just delicious. Yeah. I what? like guac fine. But yeah. Would just bump somebody out of the way to get yes. some good queso. Yes. <laughs> and what's your favorite taco? I've become a breakfast taco man. Ooh. Uh, I really like the ladybird tacos here in town. Yes. The, the bacon and the eggs and the. Ooh. But I haven't met a lot of tacos that I'm not into. <laughs> <laughs> they have a feelings chart that's made of tacos. Have you seen it? It's oh, so cute. It's in your bag. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, great. I hope Doritos Locos Tacos <laughs> is, is on there. That's another one of my favorite tacos. We. Um, Superica, is that how you say it? Or Superica? Superica. Superica. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, their steak taco comes mm. with this sizzling garlic butter and... Had it last night. You did not. Yes, yep. I did. did. Really Do you, did you like it? I love it. Is I, it in your top oh, five? It might have been the hundredth time I've had it. I love it so oh, much. I love it too. It it's, is delicious. It is, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's next level. Yeah, that's Shout my out favorite Ford Fry. Shout out to Ford yeah. Fry. Mm -hmm. How do y'all say that restaurant's name? Superica. Superica. Yeah, okay. Good. I will too from now on. <laughs> Can we go to Superica with the two of you oh, sometime? Lee. 100%. Yes. Oh. And Connie and Lily. Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Y'all, thank you. Thank, thank you all for all you do. Oh, we yeah. Grateful for you too. Very blessed by your work. Well, mm -hmm. we're very blessed and to get to be friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you love today's episode? If so, would you mind sharing it with a friend? Send a quick text or email with the link to the show. Join us next time for another episode where we'll bring you help and hope on your journey of raising boys and girls. 